Welcome to City News 570 Rangers Talk. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. Here are your hosts, Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter. And back here at the Sleeman Center where we had a furious finish between the Storm and the Rangers. Most of the scoring came in the first period. Adrian Misseljevic with his 18th of the season and first point in six games from Trent Swick and Matt Sopp at 12.01. Rangers in front, one to nothing. Then Matt Sopp would score his 21st of the season from Cameron Arquette and Matt Andonofsky at 15.06. It was 2 nothing for the Rangers. If you're wondering about that name, Cameron Arquette, he's here with the Rangers with Philip Machar and Carson Rakoff off at World Juniors. Rakoff at the camp for Canada, and Machar will play for Slovakia. Arquette called up from the Leamington Flyers, where he's got 18 points in 27 games, 7 goals, 11 assists. He gets his first OHL point, and the Rangers led 2 to nothing in the first. Then Leo Serlin would cut that lead in half, his eighth of the season from Jet Luchenko and Vilmer Ulrichsen at 17.05, 2-1 Kitchener. And then on the Channers power play, Luke Ellenis for the Rangers would score his fourth of the season from Romano and Reed. It came with seven seconds remaining in the period, and the Rangers led 3-1 after 40, or after 20, pardon me. No scoring in the second, so the Rangers did lead 3-1 after 40. And then in the third, with just a minute 49 to play, and the Storm on a six-on-three power play because they pulled their goaltender, they score Braden Bowman with the goal. It was number 14 on the season from Luchenko and Carabella. That made it 3-2, and the power play would continue until the end of the game, but Jackson Parsons stood tall, and the Rangers hang on for the 3-2 win. Both teams go 1-4 on the Channers' power play today. The Storm out shoot the Rangers 24-23, and a Sunday afternoon crowd of 4,667 here to take it in at the Sleeman Center. Again, the Rangers win it 3-2. to two. Your post-game show for You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. You're listening to City News 570. Once the East Avenue Blues step off the ice, it's time to break down the game. This is City News 570. Rangers Talk. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. Here are your hosts, Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter. Back here in Guelph for the Rangers win 3-2. Paul Fixter, rinkside. It's Mike. I'm downstairs with head coach UC Hocus. And coach, it never seems to be easy to get wins in this league. What did you like most about your team tonight? I think it was a four-line effort. Uh, We had a good, solid first period. Uh, Second period also, we didn't let many chances to them. Uh, Could have scored a little bit more in the second Pucks were a little bit bouncing, but still away game. It's been uh, fourth game of the week. Actually, uh, 10 games in 17 days. That's a lot of hockey, so uh, I have to be proud. Seven points from this week from four go- four games. So, yeah, proud of the guys. Just your thoughts on the play of Jackson Parsons tonight. He gets pulled in his last game, and tonight I thought he was outstanding. Yeah, he, he played really solid. He, he came back to his his level that's his level and uh and everybody has a little bit worse game and we weren't helping him on friday so uh that happens once in a while but again really solid effort and that's what you need when you want to win you need good goaltending some uh, different line combinations with rakoff and mashar being out of the lineup 
Your thoughts on the play of Cameron Arquette and his first experience in the Ontario Hockey League? Well, I, I can see a really smart player can make plays. Um, of course, needs to get a little bit more stronger, get more physical. But for a first game, I thought he played a really solid game. Thanks, Coach. Uh, appreciate it. Get some rest this week, and we'll see you on Friday night. All right. Thank you. Back upstairs to you, Mike. Thank you very much, Paul. UC Ahokas, head coach of the Rangers, with his post-game thoughts following Kitchener's 3-2. Hang on hang on by your fingernails. Win here in Guelph this afternoon. Your post-game show for You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. This is City News 570. You're listening to City News 570 Rangers Talk. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. Here are your hosts, Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter. And back here in Guelph, where 4,667 have mostly filed out of the Sleeman Center. Just a terrific crowd in here, as we tend to get for Kitchener-Guelph games. And a good number of Rangers fans in attendance. But it's the Storm fans, obviously the majority in this building. And they'll go home unhappy but not unentertained, I will say this. It's a 3-2 Ranger win. But this one came right down to the wire with the Storm getting a late power play goal. Their net was empty and two Rangers were in the box. So it was a six-on-three situation. That made the game 3-2 to two with a minute 49 left. And then it was all heck breaking loose for the final minute 49. But Kitchener would hang on for the victory. We'll get to your three stars in just a moment. But a quick look at our... Liebold Electric out-of-town scoreboard today in Peterborough. The Peets fall 2-1 to the Ottawa 67s, who maintain possession of first place in the East. In Sarnia, the Sting fall 4-1 to the Oshawa Generals. Up in Sudbury, the Wolves put up a crooked number. A snowman on Kingston doubling the Frontenacs 8-4. Sudbury picks up the win today. In Sault Ste. Marie, the Hounds grabbed an early 3-0 lead. Hung on for a 5-4 win over the London Knights. In Mississauga, they've got about 10 minutes to play. And it's the Steelheads, a 4-2 lead on the Niagara Ice Dogs. And in Windsor, where the Spitz led 4-1, the Firebirds are fighting back. It's now 5-3 Windsor with just over four minutes to play in that one. That's a look at your out-of-town scoreboard for Liebold Electric. Check out their full list of services at LieboldElectric.com. Looks like Paul Fixter has his post-game guest. And the youngster, Cameron Arquette, coming out for a conversation. And we will send it downstairs to Paul. Thanks, Mike. I'm downstairs with a smiling Cameron Arquette who got to play in his first OHL game today and picked up his first OHL point on an assist on Matthew Sob's goal. How was the experience? Oh, it's been great. Yeah, the boys and everything. It's just been an awesome experience. You got to play in a rival game, Kitchener's biggest rival. What was that like playing in a full house? Uh, a lot of emotion both ways. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, not the biggest fighter, but I like like to watch it. You're coming out of Leamington as a, as a high-end player. You've got 18 points in 27 games as a 16-year-old in a league that's predominantly older players. Uh, did you feel comfortable coming from that into this? Yeah, I felt pretty good. I uh, the guys just around the room made me feel pretty good and just going out there and playing my game and trying not to be too nervous out there you mentioned the guys around the room making you feel comfortable what sorts of things did they do to make you feel comfortable as a teammate yeah i think just this morning i uh, met all the boys got to know all their names and it was just sweet just 
learning a little bit about them and trying to get to know them. Uh, how did you find the speed of this game relative to the the league you're playing in, the Ontario Junior League? Yeah, it's definitely a little bit faster, but just trying to make the right play and uh, not overcomplicate too many things out there. you got a big smile on your face. Keep that up, and congratulations on your first game. Thank you. Thank you. Back up to you, Mike. Thanks very much, Paul. Cameron Arquette, he picks up an assist in his OHL debut. The Rangers win it 3-2 to two here in Guelph this afternoon. Post-game coverage for You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. We continue on City News 570. You're listening to City News 570 Rangers Talk. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. Here are your hosts, Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter. And back here at the Sleeman Center where it was a furious finish, but the Rangers hang on for a 3-2 victory, doing all of their scoring in the first period. It was 3-1 Rangers after one, a scoreless second, and then a power play goal for the Storm with less than two minutes to go in the third. Made it a one-goal game and set up that furious finish, but the Rangers would hang on, and Kitchener picks up five of a possible six weekend points and seven of eight on the week going back to teddy bear night on tuesday where the rangers also beat this storm team for guelph's side well that's now five losses in six games for the storm who are struggling of late and mostly struggling to score let's take a look at your three stars from this game they're brought to you by the better business bureau find a better business at bbb.org he opened the scoring in this one his 18th of the season Adrian Misseljevic is named the third star of this game. Jet Luchenko had a pair of assists for the Storm. He gets star number two honors. And Matt Andonofsky with an assist and a plus two rating on the back end for Kitchener was named the first star of this hockey match. So your three stars go Andonofsky, Luchenko, and Misseljevic. Your three stars for the Better Business Bureau. Find a better business at bbb.org. We're back to wrap from the Sleeman Center. Stay with us. Kitchener Rangers post-game coverage for You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. This is City News 570. Who blew a call? Who left it all out on the ice? Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter. Break it down on City News 570 Rangers Talk. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. Here are your hosts, Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter. Paul Fixter just looked at me with a smile and said, who blew a call? I think it was Jesse Wilmot, Paul. Well, I talked to the coach off the air, and <laughs> a pretty good, pretty good answer there, Mike. They weren't real happy, and you could tell at the end of the game as we went on and on about it, Coach Caracas wanted an explanation, which he never got. He got it via Pugliese, but that's not what he wanted. Yeah, and in in fairness, look, Jesse Wilmot knew he was going to get an earful, but I think that comes with the territory, and you go and you have that conversation. But nonetheless, I'm up here, not down there. And the, I think the, the good news in this, because I already received an email from our loyal listener, Tom, about it, it didn't impact the outcome of the game. You could argue it hurts, you know, Jackson Parsons is goals against average because one more was scored but whatever if if Guelph had tied the game then boy oh boy that's a whole different story yeah it, it did impact it, I think a little bit in that you know Kitchener had to hang on for dear life in the end sure. and obviously they got the two points um, I, I think just kind of in summarizing this game for me it always starts with goaltending and 
tonight. I mean, I heard Larry say to you in the interview, you can score as many goals as you want. If you can't stop them at the other end, it doesn't matter. And I thought Parsons, while he wasn't over overworked, he did what he had to do. And he had a good rebound game, uh, allowing the kitch, uh, Kitchener to rebound from the game last night. I, I thought it was a great effort by the team. Coaches did a real good job of mingling new lines together and finding spots for young Arquette to get some ice time. And uh, used, you know, there's seven defensemen, so you have to find ice time for everybody. I thought, I thought it was a really well-coached game by Kitchener, and I, I give uh, Guelph credit. They had real good pushback in the third period, and quite honestly, they were in charge in the third period, and that's where uh, Parsons did his, his best work. I think it gets overlooked on this high flying offense of the Kitchener Rangers leading the league in goals scored the impact that Jackson Parsons has made as numbers wise the best goaltender in this Ontario Hockey League this season we talked about that on the fixes in last night and the fix was really in tonight you went three for three the team leading after two won the game oh no the storm did get a power play goal I don't know if I should blame you on that one there's a six on three power play (laughs) where do you see that and then uh, there were only eight combined power plays in this game. I put the over-under at 10, so good job by you. I mentioned this before the game, and I think just as it wrapped up, I didn't want to say it out loud because, for whatever reason, I'm superstitious, but I couldn't help but notice the way the Rangers had been playing and the wins and non-regulation losses were piling up. This team went on that eight-game winning streak, Paul, where it really started to create some separation in the Western Conference. Then it lost back-to-back games, and everybody started wondering, "Uh uh-oh, you know, has the bloom come off the rose? And since those back-to-back losses, another eight games now without a regulation loss. So you add it all all up. You've got 14-2-2 in your past quarter season. It's, it's, look. It's impressive. There's no flat tire there's no wheel coming off these are your kitchener rangers yeah no it's impressive and i think mike they they've they've done it with not a lot of practice time and and you know games just keep coming and coming and coming it's a tired hockey club and they just kept their game simple tonight for the most part and and uh did what they had to do uh didn't uh, spend a whole lot of time in their end when they did, as I mentioned, Parsons was was very good at what he had to do. Their special teams was good. They got you know another power play goal tonight, um, and I think I think it's going to be interesting here as we move forward. If we well, you know Mashar is gone, if Rakoff is gone, how does this team respond uh, in a you know tough schedule uh, upcoming? We're going to have some games on the road to keep that momentum that you've talked about fourteen two and two going. Um, as, as we move on without potentially those two guys in the lineup. I just want to acknowledge a really small thing here at the Sleeman Centre because I've acknowledged it opposite at another rink at Budweiser Gardens. When we do our post-game show at Budweiser Gardens, we're right down in the Zamboni entrance and and the, the arena staff at Budweiser Gardens cares not at all for us doing our job. They slam seats. They sweep garbage <laughs> onto your head. It's really, frankly, rude behavior. Here in Guelph, while you're doing your post-game interviews down at the Rangers bench, there's a gentleman waiting to just mop the floors. He doesn't have to make any noise, but he waited for you to finish interviews before he even came out with the mop. Kudos to the fine people of the Royal City for that kind of behavior, letting you finish your job, and then they get to theirs. As competitive <laughs> as this, here, this rivalry is, they, they respect uh, the, the media. And, and yeah, I, I've had my first experience in London. You had forewarned me, Mike. I ended up going into the stands 
just to get away so I didn't get run over by the Zamboni or covered in water from the squeegee. Exactly. As they were, like, I couldn't believe it. And and the and the, the guys there said, hey, get out of the way, get out of the way. I'm like, holy smokes. They're like, give me three minutes. That's all I need. Right. Three minutes. You can finish cleaning the arena as soon as we're gone. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I thought that was a nice touch by the uh, arena worker here in Guelph. And just a final note, we had Renata Fast on our first intermission today. A great get by you, Paul. Team Canada, Team USA, the challenge comes to Kitchener on Thursday night. Apparently, we, we can't even say go get a ticket because they're already gone, but it's going to be a packed house. What a great atmosphere and a great event coming to the Memorial Auditorium. I think I think it's a wonderful experience for those that will be in attendance to, to watch the world-class players of the United States and Canada going head-to-head. And what's going to be interesting about it, Mike, is with the, with the new league, you have Americans, because there was a draft, you have Americans playing on, we'll have teammates playing against one another, much like Romano and Reed at the U17 uh, tournament that they were at in PEI. I think it's going to be fun to watch. I'm looking forward to it. We get two more games before the Christmas break. I'm just taking a quick look through here on my phone because the Sioux Greyhounds today won their fourth in a row, a 5-4 win over... London. They do have one more. They'll play in North Bay on Wednesday night. They come to Kitchener on Friday and then the Rangers, so we'll see if they're on a five-game winning streak or if they've dropped one, the Sioux Greyhounds, but the Rangers get the Hounds on Friday and the Barry Colts on Saturday to close out the pre-Christmas portion of the season and they'll be exactly 34 games in at that point. Enjoy a few days away from me, Pixie. I'm sure you're looking forward to it. <laughs> you as well, Mike, and we'll see we'll see you Friday, if not Thursday at the game. We're looking forward to getting back to more Rangers hockey. We're grateful to you for being along with us throughout a very busy weekend and what fun we had. Three one-goal games, two of them went to overtime and this one a nail-biter down to the end. On behalf of my broadcast partner, Paul Fixter, and our producer back at the boardwalk, Jordan Malcolm. My name is Mike Farwell. I bid you a very good Sunday night from the Sleeman Center in Guelph. This has been another edition of City News 570 Rangers Talk. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Prices so low, just take it and go. You're home for the Kitchener Rangers. City News 570.